Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith Herbert here, broadcasting live from our Pensacola Business Radio studios here in, uh, well, obviously, Pensacola, Florida. I have the, the myth, the legend... The one and only Victoria Matthews in the studio with me today, all the way from Atlanta, and then heading all the way back home to Orlando. That is correct. Uh, you are you're a brave, brave <laughs> traveler. I can tell you that. So, uh, Victoria and I have been um, sort of touring Pensacola a little bit here today, and really kind of working through um, building business and, and economic development and some of the other worlds and things that you live in. But for those that don't know what you do and who you are, let's just unload like the one minute elevator speech for us oh wow elevator speeches well first of all thank you so much keith for having me yeah and it is such a pleasure to be here this is a beautiful beautiful town yeah Yeah. thank you um you've shown me a lot of things on earth and add to uh, like the tourism component and learning about the new business that's growing and booming here it's been really really great um but just my background is that uh i have a travel concierge we service three sectors of business one being corporate uh, travel, uh, second being leisure, and the third being a really unique uh, aspect, which is festival-based travel. Which is awesome, because yeah. there are many festivals I could have used a plane ride home, <laughs> and not have to ride in the car or the the back of the van or whatever, you know, but yeah. Yeah. So, what made you think of festivals? Like, why? Oh my goodness. So, um, the, the concept, and, and, me, and me actually tra- uh, doing travel logistics has mm-hmm. been something I've been involved with for about 20 years, actually. And so, the idea came about, uh, I knew an orthopedic surgeon who used to travel to the tomato throwing festival every year in Spain. Him and a couple of buddies, uh, they would go to Barcelona mm-hmm. and they would book everything at the last minute. And this is the age of frummers, you know, back when you had to go and buy a right, book and right, learn. and actually see what was on, <laughs> what was happening in what cities. Exactly, yeah. dogging, dog earing the pages, you know, highlighting and stuff like that. But in his profession, you know, he's cutting on people. That is his job. Right. And so he was like, "Well, you know, don't speak that much Spanish. You do." Victoria Um, and we've been going to this festival for several years Mm -hmm. and we really have not gotten a chance to enjoy uh, Spain I said well you've eaten gazpacho of -hmm. course right Mm -hmm. he says no not even that wow so um, So they would just go they would do the tomatoes and they would come back home they would literally just go to the festival book uh, pay premium because they were booking everything at the last minute and they weren't having authentic experiences because they were staying in American chains Uh, they were trying to get as close to the festival as possible so they can enjoy it and then and they were on their way back because they had to go to work because no one could plan what to do around the festival and the sightseeing. Yeah, and the it's a, it is an art. It, it is an art. It yeah. is a, you have to be uh, pretty creative. You have to um, have great time management, uh, of course, an understanding of what there is to see. And what makes me unique is that I can actually uh, understand different people's interest and, uh, and what will be a good fit for them and put it all together so they can still work and you know make their daytime money mm-hmm. but then when they go and invest their money because travel is an investment of course you want to go and relax and you know walk in the sand but you have to pay money to get there sure and so um for me it was always about creating authentic experiences and the festivals were a great way to go and see exactly what the yeah. locals were doing because everyone's having a great time i, I think it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> I, I really do thank you um so, uh, when you, okay, so how many festivals are there in the world? Oh, my goodness. There's a lot, huh? There are so many. I mean, and the beautiful part of it is that festivals don't have any type of, um, there's no low season. 
Right. Uh, there's, <laughs> right. If it's a festival, you a, go. It's a, it's a party. They don't care you, when it is. You've got the winter festivals. Uh, for example, the snow festival in Japan mm-hmm. um, that goes on every year that brings in four million people. Wow. Right. Uh, you've got summertime festivals. You've got music. You have your sports, such as the Olympics. And mm-hmm. that's all for uh, winter and, and summer. A beer fest. Right. You've got <laughs> spirits, uh, barbecue, food. I mean, yeah. you name it, there's a festival for it. One of the things that, uh, since we're approaching summer, what's, what you're going to see uh, happening in, in the United States are the EDMs. And I mean, they have taken the mm-hmm. festival business and paired it with that, you know, rave. But mm-hmm. and they've created this new. It's like uh, out in the desert and stuff too, which I thought I think is kind of cool. Well, the um, that festival you, that's Burning Man. That yeah. is the largest festival in the United States. Is it really? It is. It huh. is. <laughs> and you too can fly. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was the largest. I, I mean, I, I've followed it over the last couple of years and watched because mm-hmm. some of the art that comes out of there is just really neat. It is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, the beauty of the festivals too is that, you know, well, you don't have to worry about those seasons. So you can go whenever you like what's mm-hmm. comfortable for you. But also the demographics you have any age, men and women, young and old, mm-hmm. you know, everyone can enjoy it. And so the EDMs have, um, I think that they've successfully, uh, breached or kind of break broken down a lot of the stereotypes of you know going to a rave traditionally right. because you know they've got the the glamping you know with the air-conditioned tent yeah you know? i mean that, it's that's the way to go camping i'm, I'm cool with that <laughs> um when i first saw that i thought it was a joke but it's a it's a oh, huge business it is and a lot of the rfid technology mm-hmm. you know with those wristbands that has actually you know, I think the EDMs have attributed to the success of those and impl- like how they can be implemented right. and be very successful. How we can all be chipped. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, festivals are fun, but uh, right now the business is 75% corporate. So a lot of my corporate travelers who um, have either customers or manufacturing mm-hmm. facilities overseas, <clears throat> we provide very, uh, what I call concierge services for them. Um, we're helping them maximize their loyalty points, mm-hmm. for example, which is a huge concern for everybody who like, wow, you know, I'm using this travel concierge, but I really want to make sure I get my points. Well, don't worry. We take care of that too. Yeah. Cause I guess if they're using you and find different planes are not really catching mileage are they oh yeah they are do they yeah okay yeah, that that's a part of the the corporate concierge package we huh. make sure that we're maximizing the points for you we're going to say you know hey if you have you know an amex let's go ahead and mm-hmm. use that one um we recommend the car rental services you know if they're going to rent cars based on you know maximizing the points for that trip um another thing a lot of my customers um are runners they're very healthy so we'll make sure that we plan routes that are very mm-hmm. scenic and safe near the hotel so that they can they won't lose their routine and yeah. then you know they're, they're still very active do you get people traveling to runs yeah, like I the, do. the festivals. Because yes. I know we've got a couple here that people come from all over the place for. Right. Yeah. Right. Very cool. So, I want to um, very discreetly maybe get out of Dodge. Okay. Is that something that can be facilitated? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't need to let everybody know that I'm I'm going away for the weekend. That's the whole point no. of like getting away. You know. No. If if you go on most of the social media, uh, you barely even see my face on it, <laughs> and which some people complain. Look, you know why don't why don't you show where you are? But. Uh, I do uh, have a, a, a good gift in discretion because mm-hmm. I, I understand a lot of people don't, you know, they just want to travel. They want it to be their experience. Sure. They, they they don't feel the need to post it all over social media right. and things like that. And so um, they, they just want someone who's confident in the destination that can get them there and so that they can travel and have a great experience mm-hmm. and come back. And, you know, if they're sharing pictures with their friends, that's one thing, but 
you know, we're, we're not doing group travels where I have to, you know, oh, look at me and 50 other people. Mm-hmm. No, it's your trip. You <laughs> Kodak <know>. moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, well, talk to me a little bit more about the, the corporate piece of things because, you know, obviously with the way business moves and as fast as business moves today, I was I was thought that some of that side of the industry was dying down. I thought a lot of them were, were just taking the corporate airliners and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Is there still that much corporate business that goes on through the private jetting and in in, in in concierge services? Well, definitely because um you know talking about uh, when I'm talking about corporate business is more international business, mm-hmm. which is uh, my forte. And so one thing that we understand is that face to face interaction will never go away. There's only so much Skype. Yeah. There's only so much. I mean, look at me. I mean, we could have done this over the phone, sure. yeah. but it's nothing like being in the same room and, and you're talking to somebody when you're trying to negotiate. And in most cases, problem solve. Right. You need to be face to face. And so a lot of the um, the, the overseas business development, uh, there, there is at some point, you know, you can't keep avoiding going right. overseas. And so being able to um, guide and coach and do pre-departure orientations and you know let them know this is what you can and will expect mm-hmm. um, is very helpful for my corporate clients. I would think so. I mean, you got enough on your plate having to go to a different country, probably speak a different language, mm-hmm. right? And then having to deal with the business at hand, mm-hmm. let alone all those little things that you forget, like where's the customs card that I just had that I lost two minutes ago? Where's, right. you know, and do I really want the chicken or the, you know, the spaghetti right. or all the things that can go wrong on an international flight. Right. You know? Right. So how, how did you realize that this was a need that, that needed to be met? Well, um, I would say not a process of elimination, but you know, just in my own personal travels, um, you know, I, I used to travel all over the globe. Um, I speak five languages, so I would go to places so I could practice and experience and explore. Mm-hmm. And um, who knew collectively that I was gathering all of this data? And so, um, because you know, I was there to explore. I would meet business people. I would meet locals. I would meet um, business people from that country, right. and just hear the the pains. You know, oh, we're over here, and you know, we thought it was going to be like this, right. and so um, just collectively um, listening, yeah, and um, being pretty versed in, in a variety of industries. My background is in security printing, so I, I started out as a salesperson, and so just understanding different industries and how those industries travel and what those people look like when they travel, yeah, yeah, and so just being you know, like I said, proactive and wanting to be more of a partner with these uh, companies so that they can be more successful. Not that they're not successful, excuse me, successful on their their own, but helping them, you know, build the courage, uh, build the confidence and to eliminate a lot of the problems that, you know, if you just had a coach that could tell you and you didn't have to fumble, I mean, why not? Why not hire yeah. somebody that could help you? So, so with saying that, like, what are some of the, um, I, I guess, not to do like the top 10 list, but what are some of the big mistakes or the biggest fumbles that you, that you find yourself preventing the most when, for people? Mm, uh, international business etiquette. Yeah. You know, how to conduct yourself uh, when you arrive. There are certain things, for example, uh, like souvenirs, presents that, um, you know, in American business culture, okay, it's, it's nice if you showed mm-hmm. up with the president, but in some places it's obligatory and no one's gonna tell you that. You're not yeah. gonna read it in a book and you're not gonna learn it in business school, sorry. Um, yeah, why don't they teach it in, biz- in uh, business school? It's okay, I can be your business school. <laughs> <laughs> there you okay. go, the faux pas, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I believe it, because when you talked about going to Japan a lot, mm-hmm. business in Japan is done 
way differently than business here in the States. Absolutely. Um, which you, I've seen, you see it in the movies all the time, right? Um, their gifts don't happen until after or before. I, I know it's one of those things that, or even at all. I knew it was, it was, it's one of those, it's, if it's not done right, it really ruins the whole process. Yeah. Right. So, and I can only imagine Russia or even the UK as much as we do, you know, English speaking, right. We speak right. the same language. You would think the business is the same and it's not. Right. And, and um, I guess not living in an international world, I don't think about that that often, mm -hmm. but it's an everyday thing for you, huh? Yeah. I mean, th this is what I eat, sleep and breathe. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. Um, you know, constantly staying updated on not only the business, you know, what's what are the viable markets, but also politics. Mm -hmm. You know, we I mean, politics will dictate, you mm -hmm. know, whether or not you're going to have a successful. Lord knows you've had a whole bunch of questions <laughs> to answer over the last six to eight weeks, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take the fifth, right? Um, how, what if I'm not, what if I'm not international? Mm -hmm. You know, is this, do I still want to hone some of these skills? I mean, is there still some things that you offer that are absolutely stay within the borders or, absolutely. I mean, I'm guessing it could probably apply business etiquette is business etiquette, right? It, you just need to learn where to apply it. Because again, you know, as we are becoming more and as America is realizing that, you know, yeah, we are a part of this international market. We're a player on this field. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you might not be um, going to that foreign country yourself, you know, depending on what your position is, right. but you're going to expect to, uh, let's say, work with somebody from a mm -hmm. foreign country or interact with them as a client or a customer. And so um, just because, you know, you're not traveling overseas doesn't mean that, you know, some of the things that I can uh, share and yeah. impart to that company won't be beneficial because it definitely will. Yeah. And I think the most important thing is the intercultural communication. Um, you know, I speak foreign languages, so, I, you know, I'm a pretty active listener. Mm -hmm. And I think once people understand that, okay, well, I might not be... Um, you know, proficient in a foreign language, but okay, I understand where you're coming from. I understand right. that if you're, you know, talking with your hands or if you're listening with your eyes closed and I'm not boring you, that that's just something that yeah. may be a, a trait, you know, or, or trait from that, from that region. And it really helps a lot. It helps to eliminate a lot of the, um, projections that people sure. may make that are not necessarily true. Yeah. You know, which usually end up turning a business deal bad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and another thing I wanted to add too, before we go into the yeah. next segment is that, um, the idea of rushing, you know, that if you're going to mm -hmm. go and you're going to do business overseas, yeah. you, you got to be prepared, you know, to, I, you know what I, I would, I would think that that is anywhere in, the rushing thing, it kills me. Like when I would book people or people would book me for just an hour at a time when I go over and when those things have to get stopped or, or you're just like, man, yeah. I'm in the flow here. You right, know, it's like right. this is it's business right in front of you. And, and so yeah, the rushing thing is a huge no yeah. for me. Yeah. Although I know sometimes it's, it's inevitable. But Right. And, and in some places, you know, um, some, some markets being on time is very important. I mean, oh, yeah. Japan, German, to Germany to start, uh, you will miss your, your plane or your train or your car or right. whatever it is. It's precision over there, isn't it? It is very precise. And so time in that respect is very important. But to come over saying, oh, I'm going to nail this deal in 48 hours mm -hmm. is very unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, so what am I learning? When I mean, what are some things that you teach me going um, overseas? Aside from, obviously, we know some business etiquette. What are, uh, what about... Like, where do I get food that I can eat tonight? You know, oh. what about hotels or, or right. you know, 
So um, in, in the case where the American company is traveling overseas, of course, the person who's traveling wants to be um, the host, mm-hmm. so to speak, even if they're in the the foreign country. Mm-hmm. So we definitely will make some recommendations for uh, dinner or cocktails. So that way, you know, the person or the executive isn't showing up saying, well, where do we go? Mm-hmm. He already has a plan, you know, which helps with budgeting if he's writing expense and things like that. And then it, it just helps him stay confident. And we all know that a confident a business person is really going to be very productive. Mm-hmm. And so um, so all of those little things that kind of don't think about until you're in the situation. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, where am I going to eat? And I right, can't read the language. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and providing the menu. So you know exactly what you would like to have, um, you know, as a person visiting and not depending on somebody else ordering for you and, and you know, just feeling, you know, uh, how can I say, like out of your own comfort yeah, zone? Yeah, sure. So yeah, we we, we take uh, very care and um, provisions and making sure that we provide that type of support as well um, when we're supporting our, our corporate so, clients. Okay, so you say we, so there's obviously, it's not just you. Yeah, it, it's a team. Well, you know, um, so the company is Gardner Matthews Travel Concierge mm-hmm. and people ask, ask me all the time, so who is, who is Gardner, who is Gardner? The company um, was named after my paternal and maternal my paternal and maternal grandfathers. Okay. So um, I figured that if I named a company after them, I would never go wrong um, or, go. or regret it. Yeah. So I do pay homage to them every day. Um, there you so, go. But there is, uh, there is a small team of us and we work really, really hard. I have consultants that live in the country, in some countries. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, to provide you know, backup if needed. But um, everyone's leaving and they're very confident because we do pre-departure orientations, uh, some small foreign language acquisition courses. I mean, we're not expecting somebody to become proficient in, let's say, Japanese in a month, but mm-hmm. at least, you know, some familiarity with uh, with the language and, you know, to be able to say thank you and right. things like that, introduce right. yourselves. Um, like I said, the um, the corporate concierge services with uh, loyal uh loyalty management of the points Mm -hmm. and also uh you know health and fitness management but we're providing information on that as well so are you universal can you operate pretty much anywhere with anybody going any place there are some countries that uh, we, we're more proficient in than others, but um, for example, most travel agencies, you know, they're just basically booking tickets mm-hmm. and um, hotels, whereas we're providing experiences with the, um, the local uh, accommodations mm-hmm. and we're intercontinental. So, you know, we just, we, we can help support in, in a lot of a lot of places. Yeah, I love technology. Yeah, I know, right? It's so cool. <laughs> so um, where's the next place that you get to go off to other than home? Oh, well, I haven't planned my own personal travel, but uh, I am looking to go to India really yeah. soon. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. Yes. So um, where do you think so far has been the most interesting place that you have traveled? I get asked this question all the time. And I bet you have like 10, a list of 10, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, you know, for example, I've been traveling to Japan for 17 years, not yeah. 17 times, 17 years. So yeah. I have a really close relationship with that country. I have right. friends. That it, have, it's still never like I've been there, done that kind of thing? No. It's a new experience? Every it, time, every huh? time, that's amazing. every time. I mean, it, though it's an island nation, but there's so much that's going on. It's you know, four seasons. You've got the, um, you've got the parks. You've got mm-hmm. the beaches. You've got the cities. You've got the suburbs. Mm-hmm. You've got the mountains too. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. gorgeous. Um, I'm very love Africa. Um, African beaches again in Senegal, absolutely incredible. Huh. You can fly into the city of Dakar and walk to the beach. 
It's kind of like, like here. here. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. You know, minus the lions and zebras and stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> there are no lions and zebras in the city. But, but you know, just uh, the food in Senegal mm-hmm. is absolutely incredible. Yeah, see, that's where I would get lost. I'd, I'd love oh my food God. And, and just like out of the hotels for a minute, being within mm-hmm. the, the people and the cultures that live. That's that is yeah. home sweet home for me. Yeah. Food and surfing. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And the landscape is really nice. Um, if you go inland, you know, there, and then there's a pink lake. I don't know if you heard about that. I have heard of the pink lake. Oh, Decrepa. It is so gorgeous. And it looks like pink Kool-Aid. Seriously. <laughs> so I, amazing. I, I think that'd be weird swimming in, right? Like, you just have to stop for a second and kind of think. Well, you can, but um, the, the lake is essentially 10 meters deep, and they extract 24 tons of salt out of that That's lake crazy. every year. So it's, you know, we're familiar with that we've sure. heard of the Dead Sea. Right. It's just that it's, it's pink. It's pink and it's bigger and it's denser with the salt. Wow. Um, it's just kind of like Africa's or West or Senegal's uh, not the best kept secret because mm-hmm. when you go there, all of the French and all of the Belgians, they're there. They're right, right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where did you guys come from? <laughs> so it's like, have you ever done a, like a deprivation or a float tank? I have not. Oh, okay. So I, I haven't. I can imagine it's just like that. But mm-hmm. it's so thick and dense with salt, you just yeah. you float right on top of the water. Yeah. So. So, um, and then as far as South America is concerned, I love Chile, Santiago, Chile. Um, it's, it's just, it, it's amazing yeah. to me. I, I love the, the country itself, you know, is really skinny. And so it yields to the different dynamics mm-hmm. of, um, you know, the forest and the city and mountains and, you know, Patagonia and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, I heard very cool climate zones, yes. uh, very, very unique mm-hmm. within the same season, I think, I guess. Right. Well, so same time of year can have. You know, two or three different climate zones exactly. happening at the same time. Exactly. And so it's amazing. And they make really good wines. Oh my God. Yeah. White wine. Yes. <laughs> Paired that with the seafood over there. You, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess the, yeah. I guess the seafood would be really good, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Right there in the, in the Pacific, huh? I didn't even think about that. And then um, the one of their biggest festivals, just going back to the mm-hmm. festival component, is that they plan for their New Year's party in, um, where is it? Uh, Valparaíso is the name of the beach city. Mm-hmm. So when they finish on the first, they're doing the fireworks and the music right. and this whole, and the entire city of Santiago, you can just see them, like everybody leaves and they're on that one stretch of road right. heading over to Valparaíso. When it finishes, they're already planning for the next New Year's. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, planning that's, like yeah, the I can whole see that. year from there. Yeah. So it's amazing. So, um, Wow, all these cool festivals. So it, there's music, there's art, there's the cultural things. There's the um, what's the big one in in Rio de Janeiro? The, the oh, carnival, carnival, right? Yeah. Um, I can. How do I figure out which festival I want to go to? How do I figure out where to get some like information for that? Like, do you do you have these choice ones that you know are really cool? And these are the times of year that they happen this time every year. Yes. So I do have a calendar. Um, there are many, most of the festivals that I recommend I've personally attended. So I can talk about, you know, so let's say for example, someone really doesn't like crowd. Yeah. I can say, yeah, you probably don't want to go to this festival right, right. or at this time. Um, some of the festivals happen in different locations. So carnival, for example, yeah, we have the one in uh, Brazil, mm-hmm. but you have it in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, you 
have it in Martinique and different uh, Caribbean countries as, uh, too. So, um, so yeah, there is a list of festivals, and I make the recommendations based on, uh, you know, what's happening, how soon that person mm-hmm. wants to travel, have they been to that country before, and if we can, uh, how can I say, attach it to, you know, some current business mm-hmm. or leisure travel. Mm-hmm. So usually what happens is the corporate person is traveling and they want, you know, two or three more days to kind of do sightseeing. And chill out, yeah. Right. right. And so, hey, if a festival's going on, that's great. Yeah. Or if it, if they're going for leisure, we would try to um, tack on a, a festival as well. What about um, some of the festivals here in the States? Um, there are so many. And, there uh, is a lot. <laughs> so, for example, uh, one thing that's coming up, you know, and well, I don't know if I should say this, but, you know, the South. Are we in the mm-hmm. South? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Florida. So technically it's like it's Florida. <laughs> but yes, it's still the South. OK. But you're not the only one who have asked that. Oh, okay. way. So. so, well, you know, um, well, I'm a Southern girl I'm from Georgia. And so uh, barbecue is the epitome mm-hmm. of Southern. Like, like when, when yeah. you start smelling the barbecue, it's, it's you a know good it's time. summer. Yeah. Summer has has gotten here yeah. and so there is a huge barbecue festival that happens um, every May it's called Memphis in May mm-hmm. and uh, this year they're highlighting an international or every year they highlight an international country and this year is the Czech Republic okay. and so um, the first week is um, is um, the Bill Street Music Festival mm-hmm. the second week is a tribute to the Czech Republic with food and barbecue and things like right. that and the third week is the international uh, barbecue competition and they have 600 barbecue teams can you imagine yes I could 600 barbecue that's teams right up my alley <laughs> yeah, I'd get to like team four and be done though you know I mean how much barbecue sauce can you really taste uh, well meat and you know yeah. brisket and ribs and everything and so I'd be uh, exhausted well, we're I'm exhausted just talking about it. That's a lot. I mean, you got a, you got three different weeks of festivals. I mean, whew. exactly. So you know, so we are planning um, some tours mm-hmm. for that particular festival. We're working with the Memphis and May um, marketing uh, team, mm-hmm. and as well as the uh, the Czech Republic embassy. And our contact in Atlanta, the Honorary Consul General George uh, Novak, and so we have uh, different tours that we've outlined. Because yeah. as you say, it, it's it's exhausting. You're like 600 teams. Where do I start? You know, what should I go and do and mm-hmm. see? And we're going to actually include um, tasting and actually joining one of the teams and watching them. You know, as they prepare to compete, which is. I mean, you just can't do that if you walk yeah, in. You get the from- secret sauce, right? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So things like, and for, uh, you know, us Americans or those that live here in the United States, right. this is, these are no brainers, but I guess outside of here, it's not so much. So Mardi Gras. Right, that's exactly. a huge one. Exactly. Um, South by Southwest, which happens right. in. Te- I mean, that's that's one I've been dying to go to. Right. The um, Blues Festival in Chicago. Yeah. So uh, a lot of Paloozas and and, right. and uh, what's the rock? The, it's not Rock the Range, but it's um something different this year. But it's in like Ohio, like in the middle of nowhere. Right. You know, no no offense to Ohio, but you know, here's one of the baddest concerts that's going to happen in three exactly. or four days. So, and, and, and the festivals, it's a great way to showcase our culture to foreign nationals, mm-hmm. either if they're long-term residents or if they are visiting the United States, mm-hmm. I'm all, you know, Hey, you guys need to go and check out one of our festivals too. And, and it's, it's always a good time. Yeah. No one's ever disappointed. So if somebody wants to find out some more about uh, where to go, how to get there and all that stuff, where can we send them to? So we need to send them, they can give me a call, but my phone number is 678 
3206. That was brave. Really? That's yeah, that's good. No, yeah. that's good. Yeah, call me. Call me um if you if you uh, would prefer to text or you know send an email, send mm-hmm. me an email to I well, Gartner Matthews, G A R D N E R Matthews with one T. That's very important. M A T H E W S at gmail.com. And um and yeah, just send your inquiries and you know, we can have a conversation. I have a questionnaire that I can okay. go through and then we just get you on your merry way. Yeah. Yeah. So and we'll put, we'll include those links and phone number when we repost everything too when okay. we're done with the show. So okay, so so let's skip around here a little bit because you were talking about how uh, you've got our culture out there for, for people to see. And right. obviously the U S has a huge tourist industry, mm-hmm. whether you're on the coast or just all these other things that are going on. Yeah. But you hit on a couple of things and, and, and I'm leading into this cause I know a little bit, but you know, so-and-so needs to meet so-and-so or needs to meet so-and-so or uh, you probably run into a whole lot of people that probably need to know a whole lot of other people. Don't Absolutely. You? Um, you know, the, the business that I'm in, uh, you know, as far as business development mm-hmm. side, I meet a lot of industry professionals and they're looking for contacts. They're looking for vendors. They're, of course, they're looking for customers. They're looking for um, people to help them with problem solutions. They're looking for partnerships. Yeah. And so, um, so I, I do business matchmaking as well. Yeah. And so, um, uh, business is, matchmaking that's a good way to put it yeah I kept calling it connect the dots but most people they, yeah. they didn't put it together yet I don't think yeah so um, that, that is something that uh, that I've added to the portfolio and yeah. has been very very um, successful um, like I said because of the industries that you know I'm working with different type of sure. industries and it's not just one country so that's another thing you know I'm a, a travel agency they're just gonna get you on your merry way once you buy the ticket and you're in your right. hotel there's They're no done. further development, but you know, my company is designed to help just keep stretching it and to grow and mm-hmm. make, make everything streamlined and painless for you. So you can focus on your core competency. Yeah. But if there is, you know, I get questioned all the time, you know, well, Hey, do you know somebody in this industry or can you help me um, meet this person? Or I'm pretty sure, you know, and nine times out of 10, I do. So <laughs> <laughs> makes sense, you know. You're already kind of there, yep. um, and it just goes to show you that even though we have all this technology, mm-hmm. relationships are relationships, Relate. right? And that's yes. it's going to work more than uh, you could ever do on a computer. Absolutely. So, um, do you, do you find a um, a rush out of sort of knowing the other person needs to meet this other person? Do well. You, it's funny. Most of the people don't even know who they need to meet. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah that's uh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have no idea that, oh, wow. And depending on the, the market, mm-hmm. you know, the country, they won't think that, oh, I need to talk to this guy over here in Germany. They have no idea. Yeah. So yeah, they don't even know they exist, huh? Have no idea. It's amazing to me. We are so saturated, and there's so much business and so many different things going on. There's a lot. There's a lot. Even of with Google, you just don't you don't know that they exist. Well, I mean, well, I think when you type in Google, you can either pay for an ad and come up in the top five, right? right? But there's still like thousands of pages of yeah. information. Yeah, but and if you want to be in that top five, you can call me because I know how to fix that. Okay. <laughs> well, call Keith for that. <laughs> Our phone number's on the website. <laughs> um, so. The, the matchmaking just kind of it, it obviously just sort of fell together it's one of those services that you or needs that I think you don't realize you can meet until all of a sudden you're, you're meeting it constantly exactly right? yeah um, what do you think uh, next with that side of the business where are you heading with that is that a is that a, a you know strictly Victoria kind of thing does it does it take a Victoria to do that or is that something that's scalable oh. for you 
Uh, definitely, it takes a Victoria to do that. Right. Um, so, and I would be the only person involved with that type of business, yeah. uh, organizing that. Um, but definitely, um, I'm sorry, what was the question? Well, whether whether you think is that something that you kind of scale? I mean, do you have a whole bunch of matchmakers out there, kind of helping people find the other people? I mean, I, I believe there are people that are are doing it in some sort, but I mean, not across different industries. Yeah. So you know, I'm talking about manufacturing. I'm talking about aerospace. I'm talking about aviation. Yeah. Um, automobile. Um, technology. Um, artificial intelligence. Brand. Um. Uh, what's that? Uh, virtual reality, mm-hmm. hospitality, and tourism. I yeah. mean, you know, Delta is a travel company, for example. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they'd like to be connected to somebody if they're opening up, let's say, a new uh, uh, station in another city. Well, sure. who is the real estate person here? Because we need this done right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, th- those types of things. And um, so, yeah. That's cool. So why why aerotech and aerospace and, and virtual reality and all that? Has it just always been something that you liked or? Um, j- just start meeting a lot of people in those industries. Yeah. And um, and to be honest, they're really kind people. And I like I enjoy Very working cool. with them. Okay. And um, here in the state of Florida, I mean, you know, come on. It's, it's, it's kind it, of a there's no a lot brainer. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and the you, stuff that they have is kind of cool, too. Exactly. The toys are fun. <laughs> exactly. You're like, what? Can I play yeah. with that? <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, it's not one of those things that you learn in business school, is it? No. Yeah. I, I, I think I find myself um, talking to students who have huge university here. So we get to do some of the business talks with them and mm-hmm. sort of the real world stuff. And business, business Radio X follows a lot of that matchmaking sort of format. And I keep telling them every day, it's not. You can't, you're not going to learn this in school. It is. No. It's an inherent skill. It's something that you can pick up by watching somebody. It's mm-hmm. it's just genuinely who you are. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot for a lot of those that do this, but right. uh, um, it's just not one of those. You have a lot of skills that weren't necessarily taught in school, right? You know, which I think is pretty cool, and and it makes you very unique. You know? And you know, so th- there are those skills that exist that I weren't taught, that I wasn't taught, but a lot of things that I learned, you know, by being in industry, mm-hmm. by being in business, and like I said, just listening and watching, watching other people make mistakes. Um, I've made making you know, your own. <laughs> I've made a couple of mistakes too. You know, yeah. try to mem- minimize minimize them as much as possible. But um, but yeah, there, you know collectively you know i've just been uh, pretty blessed and, and very yeah. lucky and and just um you know saying hey th- this is what i know how to do and if you can trust me to do it yeah. and most people do like i said with the discretion you know people know that okay if i talk to victoria it's it's going to stay here yeah and um and if i am making you know some type of introduction it's not crap int- you know like yeah, somebody sure, is really, <laughs> really yeah. viable so okay wow you know we see value in this and, and we, we definitely want to continue a relationship with her and so and it just continues to grow and then the referrals come and then you know i get invited to come down and I talk know, you, with it's, you it's so. like, i'm telling you it's like the coolest people right you get to meet so yes. it sounds like you genuinely really love what you do i love it i really i, I love connecting people i love um solve, solving problems um i've always been really good with logistics time management and putting things together in a way that works and makes sense because a lot of people they're so busy trying to just figure it out 
and juggle I can, the plates and right and oh and and you have the naysayers you know well that's not but yeah it really can and here's right. how and, oh well you just came up with that you there's know? nothing like a thirty thousand foot view right <laughs> nothing like it nothing it, like it it is because you're right people get we get so deep into our own problems exactly. we don't get to see it so right. um, and so sometimes well most times it's really important I mean companies hire third parties all the time yeah I mean we we think of just auditing but you have you sometimes it might be good to bring in a third party to help yeah. you assess you know look we're, we're hitting a um kind of like a dead end mm-hmm. you know how can we go around it so you know doing creative brand um, i do a lot of branding events mm-hmm. and um what i call sales openers and introductions because you know if you are company x and you've only been trying to sell widget you know to to this person mm-hmm. to this client Boy, I got a lot of widgets trust me right <laughs> well what about selling it this way mm-hmm. and to these people no one's thinking about that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so some, sometimes it helps to have someone who can see around, yeah. you know, the situation and really, really help you. So do you have a go-to, a 30,000 foot view person for you, for in your business? I have several. Do you? I have Good. several. You yeah, have an uh, advisory council? That's what I like to call well, it. Well, advisory council, I'm really close to um, a lot of people, uh, diplomats or foreign mm-hmm. diplomats and um, people who are running or leading the industries. Yeah. You know, because I have to stay on top of. You got a lot of changing parts. Exactly. Yeah. And so I need to know, okay, so what just happened and who merged with who? And right. Whoa, how is it Or he changed affect- the law here in this country or this country. A- and, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, international businesses. Uh, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around sometimes. You just, it, it can it, you, you kind of cramps up. It's like, what are you saying? That's not how that goes. <laughs> it, it, it can be, but, you know, it's not impossible. I mean, yeah. we have so much information, but the problem is that sometimes you get overloaded with information. And it's and, not even the right stuff, right? Right. And so, again, bringing it back, let, let's call yeah. Victoria. Let's get her on the phone. Let's get her in this meeting to help us, you know, navigate and you know, either plan, do a strategic plan mm-hmm. or an outlook or an assessment. You know, I do a lot of analysis. Like, is this really going to make sense, guys? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You know, it's like either you're going to find out after you spend the money and you cannot recoup it, and somebody's looking crazy mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Someone might be going home a little early. <laughs> so I, I tell you what, one of the biggest things um, uh, that has really gotten my head turning here with this is that. In the entrepreneurial world that that I operate in and live in and, and see from day to day in the building here, one of the th- biggest challenges for uh, I think any business is always new customers, right. new customer base, mm-hmm. new demographics, that kind of stuff, new business because you, you want to have new obviously so you can grow and maintain and all that good stuff. But when you start thinking in the realm of my city has a population of 200,000. Mm-hmm. I can sell to the state that has a population of 2 million. I can mm-hmm. sell to the U.S. that has a population of whatever it is, 300, 400 million. Right. Or I can sell to the world at 7 billion. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge jump, right? right? And then, right. Uh, so, but then the possibility goes and, and then my, my head gets big because it, it's, it's, exactly. it's exciting. Right. It's scary. It's overwhelming yeah. at times. Right? Yeah. But sometimes you need that little push to know that it's possible. It is possible. It's possible. Yeah, and so absolutely. there are people out there that can help you do this, right? Yes. There, you know, there's tools out there. There are people out there. There. There's me. You don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just Victoria. Only Victoria. She, she may be backed up for a couple months, but she's there. But I mean, it's they're there. And, and those things always kind of show up um, when you need them. 
Right. Right. And sometimes right. you just may not even know that they exist, but exactly. they do. So, and I know earlier you were talking about, you know, learning something in business school. Mm-hmm. And I just want, um, cause you and I talked about the corporate, um, uh, the global series that sure. I've developed. Yeah. And so that's a huge way, you know, to educate not only the um, industry professionals, but um, EDCs yeah. and different chambers, uh, you know, who just have questions about these new markets right. that aren't so popular. I mean, with a no, low enough risk that you can, that you can invest in it and find out that you can't do what you wanted to do or that you shouldn't do what you want to do and not right. feel like you just threw away a whole bunch of money. You know? Exactly. And, you know, just to provide some type of introductory level on, you know, for example, what what is it like to do business in Japan? Yeah. I mean, is it really like the TV shows? Because some people might see that and say, absolutely not. And I'm here to say that is not True. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you know, we go across seas and they're like, is everything like the reality shows at Jersey Shore or whatever? And yeah. Yeah. And then you're. And then my heart sinks and I'm exactly. just like, man, like, I'm oh so my, sorry. Right. Like, I can't believe they're broadcasting yeah. this, but you know, okay, whatever. <laughs> right. So yeah, absolutely. So the, um, the global series, um, there are two editions. There's, there's the corporate edition mm-hmm. that has 10 talks and the travel edition, which also has 10 talks. And so I, I want to, um, not only target the industry professionals and people who are in right. um, international business, but also the university students that you mentioned. So before. you can learn some of this stuff in, you in can, business school, huh? You can, yeah. you can, because I feel like there's so many opportunities, and you know, uh, without understanding, you know, well, I'm majoring in business and I have this concentration in finance, but what else? Well, what does that job look like, and what other skills do I need? Right. I personally will say a foreign language, please. Please mm-hmm. learn a foreign, foreign language and become proficient at it because there's nothing like sitting at the table and you're, you know, the conversation goes from translator to translator or they're speaking English right. and you don't know. And then they switch into the, the national language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone always asks me, what are they talking about me? Or, you know, I, I wonder what they said. You shouldn't be wondering. There, right. there should be no guessing in it. And so for me, it's always been important. I don't want any interpretation on my health and my money. Sure. And I think anybody who's serious about their business, all of these CEOs and CFOs, they feel the same way. So, okay, granted, you know, again, they themselves might not be proficient, but hire somebody on the team that is your team member yeah. that can say, hey, you know, so-and-so, this is yeah. what just happened. So you can react to it or at least plan, you know, sure. you know, do something about it instead of just, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you just mentioned something on a, on a much, uh, such a bigger level. You said health and, and money and somebody's mm-hmm. perception of it, right? So right. when you start doing some business that is, you know, the size of deals as opposed to just going and buying a widget, mm. people pay attention to this kind of stuff Absolutely. within the companies, Absolutely. big, small, or whatever. Yeah. And if you're not putting off the right vibe, mm-hmm. you're done, dead in the water. I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've heard people say, you know, oh, well, they came over and, you know, they had the papers in the hand. Mm-hmm. It's like, put, put your contracts away. Yeah, yeah. Drink the tea or sit down. Enjoy talk, the meal. Yeah, talk to, yeah, find you out. Know, yeah. Talk, talk, talk about your family and who you are and where you're from. Shit, now is the time to exchange the culture yep. because they they want to know who am I doing business with? Because at that time you are that company. You're the face of the whole company. You, you're yeah. it. And so they want to know, Keith, what do you yeah, like? Don't get sent home early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and just, just be prepared yeah. for, for that exchange. You know, it's not too off from what we do. I mean, people call it a golf, you know, mm-hmm. a business on a golf course. It's the same thing. It's just in a different setting. Yeah. Maybe an eight or So you don't 10. treat it the same or, or it, or it, you don't see it the same so therefore sometimes I think 
you may not prepare for it the same. You, exactly. you, don't, you don't view it as the same concept, even exactly. though it is. So. And I think, you know, some people may just, you know, well, I just want to hurry up and get over here and get back home. And, and I get it, you yeah. know, because it's uncomfortable. It's home. It's, yeah. it's home. You want to, you know, be in your comfort zone. But not all of us are gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem being gone from home for multiple times. I, I, I think traveling is the... Uh, food for the soul, for right. sure, and and seeing new places and cultures and businesses is, is where it's at. So, and and when you start looking into you know the art and the architecture, and you know, I mean, and not saying that you're supposed to emerge and you know become that, mm -hmm. but at least you know pay attention to it, and you come back and say, wow, you know, that was a really nice place, and they were really nice mm -hmm. people, and and I made some money. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and the waffles are really good too. Mm, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're getting to the end of our time here. I want to thank you very, very much for coming thank in and, and entertaining us this afternoon. And I look forward to learning well, I hope a lot. It was more. entertainment and also some knowledge. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like I said, I, my head has really started gearing towards some of those other things that you could do outside of the community. I just started thinking bigger gotcha. and that's good. You know, okay. that's always good. So well, I'm very happy. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> All right, you guys, you can find us at P Cola radio X on Twitter. You can find us at P Cola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our website at Pensacola business radio.us. And this has been Pensacola business radio where business is good and your work matters.